there will be another side to this. And, you know, maybe we have some financial hardships or even relationship uh, difficulties that come out of a stressful time. But there is literally going to be a better time. Welcome to the Search in Your City podcast. I'm your host, Blaine Larson, and today we get to talk with Jack Jameson. Jack's on our local leadership board in Greenville, South Carolina. Every city that searches in has a local leadership board of people who help us make search happen in that city and give oversight and direction and leadership. And Jack is helping us there in Greenville. Uh, Jack is a principal at a company called Realty Link, and right now they're in the commercial real estate world. Jack, I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And if you would, let's just start our conversation, which is going to be more of an interview than my other uh, podcasts we've done here. But uh, just give us a little bit of your your backdrop and in, in history as it regards what you've done in your life and career. Well, Blaine, it's great to be with you. Uh, obviously, we're in a, a time of people dealing with anxiety and adversity, and uh, the real estate uh, industry is certainly not immune to the uh, effects of what's going on with the coronavirus. Um, it's, it's, I'll be honest with you, at the moment, it's, it's certainly a time that you have to fight frustration because you feel like a lot of the things that are impacting uh, our business, and, and it's not just us, it's many businesses, um, uh, it just seems so unfair. And uh, so it's a struggle to, to realize that there's going to be another side to it, and there's going to be positive outcomes on the other side. But my career has primarily been in real estate my whole life, almost uh, 40 year career now, about half of it was with a restaurant company out of uh, Greenville called Ryan Steakhouses. And uh, for 18 years of that, 20 years with them, I was uh, doing real estate and construction development in about 22 states and uh, got the opportunity to learn a lot and uh, develop over 300 restaurants in that time period. And in uh, 2001, I flipped over from the corporate world to the entrepreneurial side with this uh, development company uh, here called Realty Link and uh, became partners with two guys who had started the business two years ahead of me. And basically, we do um, development of restaurants, um, retail, industrial, uh, entertainment, uh, big brand these days like Top Golf, um, but we do everything from Burger Kings to TJ Maxx to Marshalls and Hobby Lobby and uh, industrial buildings. And um, you, you know, it's been a great time to be in the business for lo- the last several years. Um, it wasn't so great in 2009, but that that was another time and another story. But uh, uh, it's it's very challenging right now because, you know, our hearts go out to our tenants who are not as financially stable as somebody like a TJ Maxx 
for Hobby Lobby and potentially may not be able to pay rent. And um, so in in turn, we've got to look at what's going on with, uh, with our lenders and investors and say, what can we do to help? And, and then part of that, quite frankly, is and then therefore, how are we going to make it uh, depending on how long this lasts and how many people are not able to pay rent? So there's a lot of uncertainty and, and it's going to play out and we're going to know. But in the meantime, you've got to, uh, in my opinion, be positive and proactive. I don't think you can sit around and wait on exactly what's going to happen to make your contingency plans and uh, to speak with people that uh, you're going to need help with and decisions from concerning uh, how you deal with it. Uh, But you got to balance that with your faith and your confidence uh, that everything's going to be okay and there's a reason for everything and God does have a plan. Well, you mentioned 2009, and of course, that's during the middle of the last recession, which was significant. And one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on our podcast, Jack, was to be able to talk about that, to give us some perspective that comes from uh, experience, and then give us some nuggets, some wisdom as to how we navigate this current situation. So, Let's take the first one first. Take us back to 2008, 2009, 2010, that era in business for you. What happened? How'd you handle it? Yeah, that, that's a great question. And, and it was an interesting time because in many ways it was similar to the past three years. In 2005, six, and seven, uh, you know, you just felt like every deal was going to work. And, um, while some people anticipated uh, some semblance of what was going to happen, most people didn't. Um, we in no way anticipated it to uh, the degree that it occurred. But at the time, we were primarily what's called a single tenant developer doing, um, you know, Burger King, McDonald's, Bojangles, Hardee's, um, all kinds of restaurant concepts and, and all kind of uh, small shop space type tenants and um, we had done only one retail shopping center and that was because we were just fortunate enough to have a piece of property in a a market where some retailers we had never worked with before really wanted to be there. Uh, Very difficult to break into that into the business uh, as a, a retail shopping center developer and and even though it doesn't seem that popular to be in that side of the business today at at that time it was uh very fruitful and 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 a huge opportunity but we didn't see uh the depth of what was getting ready to happen and it happened uh maybe not quite as quickly as this but almost as quickly and um you know the phone quit ringing and Um, the money got shut off from many sources and if you didn't have enormous cash flows, um, you, you, you were stuck. And, and in our case, it was, 
it was horrific from the standpoint of restaurants filing bankruptcies and personal bankruptcy, business bankruptcy, et cetera. And, um, you know, projects falling apart. Even tenants that had signed leases are like, um, well, just sue us because we're not coming. Um, but without getting into the details of how all that transpired, uh, I can tell you in that time we were, as we are today, we were, we were proactive. We put together a plan. Uh, we made personal decisions as partners that we were not going to lay anybody off and that we were going, we were going to go to the mat, so to speak and do everything we could to get through that time period, uh, no matter what it took, and honor all our obligations. And it was, uh, for me, a very faith-based decision uh, because uh, it wasn't probably the most logical business decision, at least for the short term. But for the long term, it was. And um, one of the, the things that I think we're all dealing with today is is the anxiousness of the moment uh, and not thinking about what's going to be on the other side of it. And in that experience, I learned a lot because, uh, as I said, we'd only done one retail shopping center uh, in in 2008. And by 2010, uh, we had worked out arrangements to continue to get funding from investors and some of our lenders to continue to do projects and companies like TJ Maxx and, and Kohl's and Hobby Lobby and Ultra Beauty and uh, the value-oriented retail segment was doing great. Their sales were good. That was the go-to place for people during a recession and they needed developers that could help them grow. And, uh, a lot of good people in that industry, but to be honest with you, they don't generally return calls unless they need you. So it's a real hard business to break into. But there we sat in 2010 with some resources and a full staff and uh, the opportunities to start doing retail shopping centers uh, came through uh, minimal relationships on the retail side, but good relationships in the brokerage industry of folks that represented them. And in a matter of just a few years, we became one of the largest developers of retail shopping centers in the country. And, uh, you know, we didn't anticipate that, but God knew it was going to happen. And, um, and he was there with us to be prepared to do it and, uh, and prosper from it. And I just thought that was an interesting, you know, one of many interesting lessons that I experienced about what God has in store for us on the other side of adversity. And I think, I think most people have those stories, um, you know, if they've been through real adversity, whether it's business, personal or otherwise, um, we need in this time to have the perspective of the truth that God's allowed to happen, what happened, uh, whether Satan caused it or whatever caused it, God did allow it to happen, and that's the truth. We don't understand it, but there's a reason for everything. And 
uh, I think through through faith and and prudent action um, and and trust and uh, really relying on our brothers and sisters in Christ that um, that that can be the most helpful tool and the most helpful um, persona and and way to live every day and and maybe maybe that's what we're being reminded of and uh there will be a lot of good things that we can imagine six twelve twenty four months down the road don't know we don't we never know it's timing but i am confident that there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of a, a, a really difficult situation so, Jack, what do you tell the younger people that are working at your company right now who didn't experience the last recession and don't have the years of experience and the wisdom that comes with what you've seen in your life? If you could boil down just a, a couple takeaways for them, by extension, everybody that's listening to us today, what would those be? Well, I, I think that that is where we are and i think the uh the men that have a little age and experience need to share with the younger men who have have not been through as much adversity or maybe this type of adversity is um that they've got to take a breath and put things in perspective and what uh what we believe our needs and wants and desires are sometimes are not what's important and you know what we what we need to do is um understand the circumstance that we're in and um not panic um i think we have to work together and talk to one another to quell anger and um you, you know if we if you know i've told our some of our guys you know if we, if we allow ourselves just to be upset frustrated uh you know be honest with you just pissed off about decisions the government's making or things that are happening that are, resulted in the negative effects on on our business then we're not going to make good decisions so we have to pause and say um we're going to be okay we we cannot uh we cannot uh allow ourselves to become um frozen uh, to the circumstances but to pray and reflect and listen, and then act uh, according to the best decisions we can make with the information that we have. And the thing I try to stress to the young guys more than anything is what we were speaking of earlier, which is there will be another side to this. And you know, maybe we have some financial hardships or even relationship uh, difficulties that come out of a stressful time but there is literally going to be a better time 
and it probably will be better than it's ever been. Well, Jack, I want to thank you for that. This has been a, just a really interesting and informative conversation for me and I hope for everyone that's listening. Thank you for taking the time to join me on the podcast and I want to thank everyone for listening to us today. If you liked this episode or any of the other episodes, please share, subscribe, tell your friends that that we're here and until next time, thanks for listening. 